Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Sean Connery used to hit women. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. I want you to get this fuck where he breathes. I want you to find this Nancy Boy Elliot Ness. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burned to the ground. I want to go there in the middle of the night and I want to piss on his ashes. Piss on his ashes. I need to know where this guy is, and I need to know now. I'm going to rat you out for all the shit I know you've done in your life. I'm going to turn you over. This is a dead man talking to me, Jimmy. Is it? You're dead. What the hell you think you are? I have your ass hanging from a flagpole in the morning. Let's cut the wolfing, pal. You're going to tell me. Are you going to go to the hospital, or are you going to go to the fucking morgue? You want to know how to get Capone? They pull a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way, and that's how you get Capone. Now, do you want to do that? Are you ready to do that? I'm offering you a deal. Do you want this deal, Ness, you <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Cue, oh, the no, Cue the theme song! Ah, fucking great. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. You afraid to come out from behind your men? You afraid to stand up for yourself? You want to do it now? You want to yeah. go to yeah. now? Come on, you son of a bitch. What? You talk to me like that in front of my son? Fuck you and your family. Not a lot of talk in a bed. You have because you got nothing. You got nothing in court. You don't got the bookkeeper. You got nothing. Nothing. And if you were a man, you would have done it now. You don't got a thing, you punk. All right. Mmm, the 80s. 80s had some movies and some actors and it was kind of a jolly time sir sean connery woman smacker around her extraordinaire let's not forget uh he won an oscar for his role his only nomination and his only win for the untouchables directed by i think we just need to (laughs) <laughs> address just, a, just address. a footnote just a footnote I think, I think we need to address that he admitted that he he'd hit women before to to interviews he he, he we're not starting rumors here he's confessed before yeah. he died google I just it. hate to think we're just making shit up he said it in a, he a said it in an interview you can watch him speaking yeah. about yeah. it yeah. walters was yeah. like what how could you say something like that it's like women have a way of, you know, you gotta <laughs> lay them out, basically, <laughs> fucking freak. <laughs> Jesus. That's a, it's not laughing matter, but it's hilarious that that actually happened. Like that seems <laughs> surreal that he did that in an interview. And he defended Some, it. He sometimes, like, yeah. Sometimes you have to, you have to smack the crazy out of them. <laughs> basically, Shit, that's basically what he was saying. Yeah, <laughs> you look a little crazy now. Uh, thanks. For- <laughs> Thanks for ruining my uh, any respect I had for James Bond. Um, we're going uh, for Brian De Palma's <laughs> The Untouchables. Yeah, um, David Mamet wrote this, uh, and it's got kind of a neat cast in Kevin Costner, um, Andy Garcia, Robert De Niro, Sean Connery, um, Charles Martin Smith, Billy Drago, uh, and a couple other people that you would for certain recognize in this movie. Um, and this movie covers basically the exploits of Elliot Ness as he tries to take down Al Capone and he forms his little band of untouchables. So there's a bit of uh, history. Um, uh, there's a bit of reality behind the writing of this. I would argue that many of the points were stretched for, for Hollywood, for sure. Um, but in, in essence, this is kind of like a gangster movie from the, uh, from the, whatever, when this 30s, would be set. I think. Th- 30s. Right. Yeah. This is prohibition, right? So yeah, the thirties, 20, late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. There you go. Nice job. Um, so this flick uh, did pretty good. Um, uh, made for about 25 mil, uh, brought in 100 around there at the box office. And it rolls in just under two hours. So um, I thought for a minute this was going to be longer than two hours, but it wasn't. So I was kind of kind of pleased about that. Um, who did the music in this movie? This is where I want to start. Music by Ennio Morricone. Uh, the music in this movie is pretty big, hey? 
I yeah. dislike it. <laughs> I like the music. I disagree immediately with that. To me, I even still got super pumped when I heard the music come up. There, there's there's a lot of the music in this movie that I like and is like super effective in the scenes, but it's some parts of it are a little overused. Um continuously throughout the movie. Okay. I don't know. And there's something about there's something about the the sexy sax, the sexy melancholy sax when uh uh Malone and uh and Elliot are together. No one calls him Elliot, so I'm going to call him Elliot all movie. Okay, that stuff whatever too. I mean, that's definitely dated. Like that's that's a rollover from the fucking uh like er, that's that's an 80s shit. right um but like the my big problem so let's jump to the scene where they're going to ambush the uh, liquor deal on the border of canada and whatever which by the way great decision to do that on a bridge you fucking criminal masterminds (laughs) um (laughs) fuck it's so and yeah and then the music that's played right is automatically triumphant yeah automatically but that's not what that scene is they try to make that scene suspenseful maybe something will happen right like otherwise why are you filming a shootout if you're giving me a shootout with the presumed fucking uh outcome then i'm bored the point of action is the is the mystery and what what might go on maybe the hero will die but if you're playing me music that's like uh no that's not that's terrible i hate it oh, <laughs> and i love the indiana, indiana jones. jones music i love the indiana well, you jones know music, Indiana's so i shouldn't have win. said that you no, do but it, it's different in this movie the tone because indiana jones like you know he's gonna win but in this movie you, you were supposed to be like oh my god they're riding into danger yeah and like there's crazy things are happening i think stone gets shot off the top of the hill and it's still like nah, nah. i know but I the mean, music's so good it gets you pumped up it, it gets me pumped it up it does and like it, it makes it's, it's, the scene way more exciting because it's triumphant i i i get super into that scene and uh yeah i, I really like the music not all long the music cord, long power cord holds but, but that but that piece of specifically that piece of music there is bad music in this movie i agree that the sax music's not great but that specific piece of movie is very memorable and always sticks out in my mind and i look forward to hearing it every time i watch this movie it's one of the yeah. things i look forward to is just that song like i'm just saying i, just I think this song. guy needs to have more bad days in his life because he's writing a fucking action movie music yeah, he needs a little bit of darkness in this shit his melancholy is like sexy. Yeah. Like kiss. Kiss on the bridge. Maybe he needs to get fucked then if every time he's uh, sad, it's sexy. He's like, I, I just like to cry and masturbate and cry and <laughs> masturbate. I, I did I did think that the um, the opening of the movie was good, though, again this time. I, I like how it opens. I love the music at the beginning of the movie. That it's a nice building and they use that later on to yeah. um but then they use the heroic music again at the end in the court scene yeah where yeah we'll kind talk of, about that where where it it belongs in terms of giving you the inspirational victory but it but it's the movie it's the scenes in the movie that have some issues yeah they do, do have lots about, of but issues. not right now no so, so so i think i think the point i was hoping that to come to and with the music was and i think you've both um made my point for me which is awesome thanks for doing that but i like the music like the pieces that were written i just don't think they're used effectively in the movie and i think brent is is right that there should have been a little bit more giving you some of that i don't know suspense there's other scenes that have the suspense like in the train station um but but the 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 rushing through the the canadian bridge scene oh my god i hate it how they portrayed the canadians too yeah they cheat Fuck that's yeah. true i didn't even think about that but so the opening though of unsurprising this movie, but still what a fucking <laughs> stupid fucking thing i was i was very excited for the first five or six minutes of this movie because the credits i think are good i like the music and i love the opening with capone and the barber chair like the silence he gets shaved uh, yeah i love the sounds i love the like little cue card that explains what's going on and then the uh, the overhead shot which he, he this director is so famous for shooting over that over the top of the scene and 
Uh, yeah, I, I love that opening. Wanted, I wanted to ask because it's like everybody is frozen but not paused. So the actors are just standing still until the camera gets to the right level and then you see them step in and prepare for the scene. It almost seemed like the start of a play. I uh, liked not it, so yeah. Much in the movie. It was an interesting choice. I, I don't know if I loved it or hated it. That was a critique of this movie, actually, was, um, was that uh, some people felt that um, Brian, De, Brian De Palma was more concerned with uh, making this movie his style mm. instead of making the movie like better. Right. Mm. This, so, this. I mean, that's interesting to hear you guys talk about it. I've seen De Palma's movies, most of them, and in my opinion, this is uh, whether this holds up or not. This is one of his better directing uh, outings. Yep. Uh, I think uh, he's made some bad movies, Snake Eyes. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's just made a ton of bad movies, and there's a, a Scarface. Is no, that's not De Palma. Is it? Yeah, it is. Isn't that De Palma? Yeah, it is. I thought right. that was. Yeah, it is De Palma. Yeah, uh, that's his other big claim to fame. Yeah, he's just not. He's not my cup of tea as a director. I've not. I don't like a lot of his stuff. Um, yeah, most mostly I'm. Bonfire I'm, of the Vanities. Snake Snake Eyes is a fucking yeah. disaster. It's a disaster. Just to kill and body I mean, double. To tell you the truth, nothing in his list is gonna be mind blowing. No, no is, it's all bad. That's what I'm saying. De Palma is not, in my opinion, is not a good director, but I think this is his best directing. Yep. yep. For me, um, anyway. It's for me. No, no, I, 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 I can't disagree with that. Um, yeah, okay, like, there are certain choices that he made, like, in the scenes with his wife, um, which... I don't know how you guys felt about it. I felt like 90% of those could have been cut. Yeah, I would just um, add to all of those out. I don't, I don't need to all, see any of that shit. They're like a little <laughs> fuzzy. They're yeah. a little fuzzier with her because he like trying to get the different mood of Elliot Ness at home. And I think it was such an interesting choice to play Elliot Ness as such, such a straight and noble man whose only, whose only weakness is his idealism. Apparently that's they wanted to have a tender Elliot Ness, right? Which it, which is what you're saying it, you've observed and I don't know that I like it necessarily. I don't mind Elliot Ness being very principled. Um yeah. And going like, you know, without question towards like a noble pursuit. Do you know what I mean? Like he's like yep. you know, like lawful lawful good, right? Yeah. I don't <laughs> mind I don't mind that. Um but I don't need to see him like this. He He's almost chaotic good. I mean like He's one dimensional, unfortunately, his character I find. Yeah, um, that might be it exactly. But he can't the however it works, like that might I, be I, it exactly. His, his character <laughs> can't a cardboard like, cutout. His and character it's, starts so pure, but it's yes, it's very it's very phony, right? It's it's definitely one dimensional. And then he switches to doing he gets a little upset, I guess, but None of this is helped by the fact that fucking Kevin Costner is awful. Yeah, he's not good in this. He threw that guy off a building. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like and a, he kills other people. A and defenseless he's like, oh, prisoner. It. Didn't you hear what I was saying? I said, stop. Like, <laughs> I, just, I don't like any of that shit. But, so he doesn't sell it. And then, then his character flips into kind of a mean killing machine without me going along for the journey in a way that I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like oh, and then he at the end he's like, and I'm done forever, and I'm gonna go have a drink, and I'm back to being a puritan. Yeah, the like, line think, at the I end of this movie where he says he's gonna have a drink kind of ruins the rest of the movie. Well, I mean, there's other problems with the movie, but the fact that like you come around full circle, he's like, yeah, I'll just have a drink then. It's just like what you went through all well, had, this shit. You lost he friends. Says, he says friends right died. at the beginning though, right at the beginning of the movie, the first thing he says when he arrives in the station is. I know many of you men take a drink. I'm not here to debate the ethics on drinking, but the law is the law, and that's what we're going to do, which is what this is about, is Elliot Ness is a principled man. He is he has a job to uphold the law, and he will do that uh, without question, right? That's his code. Every man has a code. That's his. I dig all that. I just don't need him to be kind of a whatever he is. Pussy? No, I know what I you're gonna know. say. No, I know what you're gonna say, but but yeah. for me though, it I, and I agree with you. They what they was do I gonna set, say? What was I gonna uh, say? 
he is a little well he's a magoo in this i was i'd say magoo. that's yeah fine fine with that i i just guess magoo but um he it's just he does say that and you're absolutely right he says like and then the guy the guy at the end asks him well what if the law changes and he's like well i guess i'll have a drink but because yeah. the writing is that way and stuff like he just lost two friends that he was very close with went through hell to get capone and then they 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 slough it all off with this joke at the end about having a drink and it seems to undermine <laughs> the rest of the movie uh, it does a, a bit and the real life Elliot Ness ended up developing a drinking problem and had like a bad drinking related accident and was married three times so yeah, and he died so yes yeah, so this has nothing yeah that would have been a much more interesting Elliot Ness to watch a that's movie the, about that's, that's another story to tell though right yeah but like, like think a about better that. story Capone Capone offered this guy $2,000 a day in the 30s that's what his bribe offer was. He said, every morning when you come in, there will be $2,000 bills or $2,000 in an envelope on your desk every day. That is unreal. Now, can you imagine in the 30s for him to turn that down and then die broke? I mean, that's that is the story, man. That's the that's what's romantic about it. No, right? but you could have had it isn't him. a milk drinking, fucking cheese eating, fucking <clears throat> superhero loyalist lawful uh buddy 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 you could have you could have had him have more flaws and and be principled Uh, maybe give him a fucking troubled marriage or some shit he clearly was married three times it doesn't like his marriage and his kid and his like that they they try to build the tension and, and raise the stakes by their lives being in danger but i don't know he just sends them away and then that's not a problem anymore so what you have to do is you have to remove the wife shit and put in more um, relationship building between him and Connery and and well his team, right? Yeah. You need to have more more um, more collaboration between the teams so that we we observe them and are watching their relationship grow more. Because it's not that we don't know that's happening; it's just not done very well. I feel like that's all uh, the best stuff. You're right. That stuff is the best stuff. Like whenever they yeah. get a little glimpse of it, it's good. Uh, but it's too little un- a glimpse. I feel like we could do more. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we end up spending a lot of time in action with them, mm. um, to yeah. where that kind of, that kind of like dulls the scenes a little bit, the potency mm. of of some of it by the end. Like honestly, when the train scene happens, that felt like the conclusion of the movie, or it should have been. That was a big that was a big exciting scene where like crazy things happen and people got whacked mm. and. Um, they got the bookkeeper, um, but then we got to have the whole the whole uh, court scene after that, and he's got to kill Nitty, and so that 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 was a weird a weird part of the pacing of the movie for sure. Well, and yeah. you do that whole battleship Potemkin, uh, the fucking uh, bas- the bassinet rolling down the stairs as like the shooting and all that shit. Yeah, that's like a direct ripoff, right? <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I watched that in school, and. Uh, this is a direct ripoff of it. So, yeah. I mean, that's, and that tension isn't needed. That baby actually uh, obfuscates like a lot of action or potential like shit that we could get out of that scene. Also, but it's, is- it's just a, it's just a bullshit reason to feel tension. Like don't throw that stuff in there. Be like, Oh, also a baby. Fuck you. you know what? The, the baby would have been okay um, because if there was it a baby up... instead of a seven-year-old and a, that could yeah. easily walk. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone, is it, no one notices that. <laughs> that was not a baby. I, it had a full head was, of hair. It had a full head gonna, of hair. It was, was not a baby. It had a red. That, it had a red fro. Taking the baby up the <laughs> stairs gave Ness cover. Right, it, it, they thought he was part of that family hauling the baby up, so that it gave him the upper hand. I liked, but that the whole slow motion baby falling down the stair shit, I was like, uh. Also, why was that guy it? shooting yeah. the the baby carriage, which was nowhere near Ness? It was halfway down the stairs, and that yeah. guy was shooting the. the was he this trying to shoot the baby? Yeah, yeah. I, it's like he's trying to shoot Ness, but he sucks <laughs> so bad he keeps shooting the baby carriage. <laughs> or he's trying to shoot the baby to make Ness give up. I don't know. He can't <laughs> hit either of them, right? <laughs> if I shoot that baby, he won't have the will to fight anymore. Yeah, Fuck that okay. baby! Because we're really here for the baby. Does get clipped a few times too. 
It oh, yeah. That's, yeah. And he's, Three and he's times, shooting, shooting directly at it, it seems. And yeah. it's nowhere near the action. It's like in the middle of the action. Um, yeah, there's some, so, so there's some problems. I mean, we're all over the place here, but like, I think the beginning is solid. As is good. tradition. And I, I like think, the opening with the girl blowing up that I really like sets that the stage because yeah. it instantly makes Capone a fucking murderer. Yeah. And yeah. also the woman. murderer who will kill anybody. So you, he's instantly the bad guy. And I love that. It gets well, right into it. And then you go right to him, yep. which is fucking great. Right. Getting, getting a, a shave, by the way, like, like showing his authority by, by um, giving us the example of his ability to um, put himself in a in a vulnerable position, right? Yep. Yeah, I like yes, that. It, it and then right I, to that. I also like the scene. I like the actress who plays the mother who um, comes to Ness and says uh, that that he's gonna get him or whatever, and she's like, "You yeah. do that. You do that now. You yeah. do that. You get him." I or know whatever. you do that. Yeah, and yeah. so like that gives good motivation. Once again, she's a better actress than, than, uh, than what's his face in that scene? Uh, Connery? Co no, no uh, Costner. Uh, uh, Costner, sorry. She outacts Costner. She steals that she scene. Does. She's she does. She totally does. She's great in that scene. She should have won fucking an award for this movie in her one little scene. Um, and I think, I think all the other actors are good other than, other than, um, Jesus Christ. Other, yeah. Other than him. Who we were just talking about? <laughs> Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah, I think Conway's good. I think I think Charles oh, Martin Smith is good. I think Garcia is good. I think Andy Garcia is really good in this. He is, and surprisingly, De Niro is yeah. a good. De Niro is a Zaza. really good Capone. Did Did De Niro get nominated for this? No, no. <clears throat> and let come? me tell you, fucking uh, Connery did not deserve this, man. The, Every line so the he nominees, says, the nominees, the nominees, Albert Brooks. The, the nominees, Albert Brooks, Broadcast News, Morgan Freeman, Street Smart. We could probably stop there. Morgan Freeman acts circles around Connery. I haven't seen that movie. I bet you it's better. Vincent Gardenia, Moonstruck, and Denzel Washington, Cry Freedom, another guy that could, on his uh, COVID deathbed, outact uh, Connery. Okay, well, so here's shit. Broadcast News shit. Uh, win for that. Here, I love here's that movie. something. I love Connery in this. Okay. I do too, but he's I, not. He's one he of my, Malone's one of my favorite characters in this movie, but I I agree that it's odd for an Oscar win for this. Very odd. Yeah, but like think he's a, he's one of your favorite characters, but what other characters do you have? You have Capone, who we know is a bad guy, so although we enjoy the character um because you know, De Niro does a reasonably good job, um but otherwise we really just have the untouchables. And you have a nerdy accountant stereotype, and then you have, uh, you know, chest hair McGee, and uh, and Connery. So, I, like, who's your favorite? Of course, the guy we spent the most time with, the uh, the that, grandfather of the group, right, the Mogwai. But that list you gave, like, I love Albert Brooks and I love Broadcast News, but every <laughs> single line in this movie, by that Connery speaks, every single one is quotable. There isn't a yeah. single line in this movie that it's he... It's because she has that goddamn amazing accent. Well, no, it's, his, uh, it's a dialogue, Fuck Colin. too. Let me even tell when you. He meets, even when he first meets Costner and, he like, and he's like, who would claim to be that that wasn't? Like, all of that shit's fantastic. That is <laughs> So true. I think that he deserves true. it. I, I, like, he whatever. deserves it because I someone so. wrote him good lines? Come on, that's a great them. line. No, he delivered them perfectly, and they're memorable, and they all, on my deathbed, they'll stick out of I'm my gonna brain. I'm going to fucking hit up the rest of these nominees on Twitter uh, and see what their opinion is. <laughs> it's Connery's like gone. We don't need to fucking be nice. He's, it's like, he's not coming it's like back. Samuel, <laughs> it's like Samuel Jackson's performance in Pulp Fiction. This is like Connery's Pulp Fiction. What? Yeah. Everything, every single thing Sam Jackson says in Pulp Fiction is quotable and memorable, and everything that Connery says in this is quotable and memorable. Yeah, but let me tell you how much more fucking Jackson has to act to be the guy in Pulp Fiction than Connery has to act to be this fucking. I'm not. I'm not comparing the two. I'm fucking old timey cop. I'm just this saying guy this is, is his. Jesus Pulp Christ! If I just say anything like this, slowly spread your cheeks. And I'm going to look at your asshole. And then we're going to see who's who. 
John See? doesn't Quartable. do Connery. John, you do it. Oh, Mike <laughs> Connery's terrible. I'm a terrible accent. <laughs> John, you say, say the spread just, the ass. John, just say, just say. I'll do the rest see, of the let episode. Let me see those like spots Connery. on your cock. Look say at that. these. Look at my scrotum. The way I shaved it. See, it's nice, soft, I'm shuffle. So involved right now. But but Sean has yeah. been in a million movies and he's terrible in them. Like he's not good as James Bond. Watch the James no. Bond movies. He's terrible. Uh, more to my point, man. Just because it's good for Connery doesn't mean it's good overall. It's it's good. It's good. The role is good. But I'm saying it's not challenging. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't deserve a fucking Oscar for it. Well, based on that list, you've give said, him a I Toronto only... Film Award. Maybe. I only saw this is one politics. Of, I've only seen one of those movies you mentioned that he was competing with, and it was Broadcast News, and he's better than Albert Brooks in Broadcast News, and I love Broadcast News. And actually, no, you know what? No, Albert Brooks is better. Okay, so Albert yeah, Brooks should have won. I was going to say, I almost guarantee Albert Brooks. Yeah, no, he was. I've seen that movie many times, and that movie's also very quotable, and uh, all of it's Albert Brooks's lines, but... Anyways, either way, I think he was good in this. I think everybody else was good in this. I think Kevin Costner stinks it up in this. Sadly. Yeah, he really does. And it's not his fault. Well, it's partially his fault because he's yes. the one who's acting. But the script is not good for Ness. The, this either. Ness's character is just weak sauce. It's it's too bad. Yeah, he's need, a cardboard cutter. You could put anybody yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not compelling. Some good. That's the thing, right? But that's what happens when you make a character so one-dimensional, as Colin put it, right? Well, I thought it like, was... What the fuck? I, I thought it was supposed to be like something he overcame. Like, let's do some good, and then he's in the newspaper with the umbrella. And like, if he had overcome and become something from that, that would have been great. But he like fumbles around a bit more and then is like, Granddad, can you help me? And I then mean, he doesn't. he gets yanked along like... Until, I don't know, until the shootout at the bridge. And then he starts to change, but not in a way that I'm like, look at him now. I'm like, he's still the same guy. Yeah, he's making Sucks. he's making these small, like, that's the thing is, if we're going to see that change, there needs to be some polemic change there, right? It can't just be these, like, like, I understand that your change consists of a series of moments. But he doesn't make that change in this show. We just see him make a couple decisions that maybe he wouldn't have um, on his best day, let's say, yeah. right? But yeah. otherwise, like, really, this isn't a transformation. It's just a guy breaking, not even totally, just in peace, right? Momentary yeah. lapses Momentarily. of yeah. on by extreme fucking tension, stress, and anxiety. So... Who could blame him for throwing that guy off the building? I'd have he, fucking. He thrown did him his off best to not shoot him when he was hanging from the rope. I was like, just shoot the guy. Like no one would say anything. He had still had a gun on him. Yeah. And then he climbs up and he's like, I'm gonna take you in because I'm so principled, proving that he hadn't changed. Only like for the next moment to change again, but in a change that he reverses by being like, I retire. I can't take this. <laughs> not that I wanted to see him suffer, but it just it just it, it's no, way you know too what bad. Happens? That guy gets up the rope and he shits talk Elliot Ness. And Elliot Ness just fucking pushes him off. Yeah, boot That's the him. scene, right? Yeah. That's the scene. Because as it is, it's just like, it's it's anger, it's impotent anger, right? It constantly yeah, feels like he's going to cry after whatever he <clears throat> fucking does, which doesn't make me buy a transformation. No, not no, at that all. That guy killed, Sorry, John, killed Malone, much. though. That guy killed Malone. He did. I know. That's why. And he knew he did. Yeah, he's got the matchbook. And he was going to let him walk. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's just so... He's just Kill too that dedicated fuck. to justice. And he had already killed people. Like, Nitty is a pretty understated bad guy in this. And I don't think that that works for the movie either. He's around. And he, like, yeah. he, he kills Oscar um, in the elevator. He does a few things. But still, this movie is so big with so many characters that Nitty is a very small... He, he blows up. No, he's also the guy that blows up the thing in the beginning. At the he start. Does, he does everything bad in the movie. I guess it's because he, he doesn't does everything talk bad. until the end. He blows up. He feels a bit nebulous and in, in intent because yeah. we we just see him pop out <clears throat> of the darkness and do bad things, right? But, but I mean, don't he interact does, with him on any other level. No, but every single thing that's done is him. So, so yeah, like, you're, you're right. You, but, but you always forget it's him. Because he has no character till the end. Right. Yeah. He has zero character. 
He doesn't speak. He doesn't interact with anyone. He just stands there silently when Capone's doing his sh shtick. So he is just like a hitman or whatever. They, He's just they like never talk a dog. about him. They they never want to go after Nitty. We have to get Nitty to get to Capone, right? It's no. It's always this bookkeeper, and then when he dies, another bookkeeper. It's it's like fuck. Yeah, what sake. do you guys think? So so I think <laughs> so I think, we could call it. <laughs> I think why not? Right. I think the movie is very slow in in the beginning until he starts to seek out Malone and Stone. And then when they go bust open the, uh, they go right across the street to the post office from where yeah. their office is and bust open the uh, liquor raid. I, yeah. I like that. And I like that guy who's like trying to stop them and Malone hey, hits him. What? You can't be here. This is no good. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think he feels now? Better or worse? Or I got to say, I didn't open this movie with the, the our background on this, but... Um, I've seen this movie like a million times, so many. Yeah, and me I have too. hugely, hugely fond memories of this movie from my youth. Because when I when I became like a you know ten, eleven, twelve, maybe thirteen, that this movie was like so right up my alley for charging across a field and it had enough blood and gore to be like, oh my god, what the shit! So this I love film, this movie. Sorry, I was I, I was gonna jump in. That's this it. film for me is just one more example of my impeccable taste uh because when i watched it the first time i just was like i don't need to watch that again right and then before i watched it this time i was like that movie's never gonna fucking hold up and colin says oh yeah this movie is definitely going to i thought it's for a sure fucking it was good gonna. movie right? i thought for sure it would too i didn't and, think uh, it was gonna and so let me just say after my experience i won't call it but after my experience uh, and uh, history with this, I, uh, you know, I was not surprised. This I, I will tell you, though, I'll tell you that we it was running along like like there's a lot of bumps, speed bumps and stuff. And I could have let a lot of things slide in this movie and, and did as I was watching and I was letting it slide and I was letting it slide and I was letting it slide. But at the end, but then the end, you cannot let slide. And no, and no. the end was the end is so bad. The end the end of this movie is so terrible. And it's because back in the eighties when I was a kid and I was watching this movie, I knew nothing about the law or the way things work. But multiple things happen at the end of this movie and none of them make <laughs> any sense. One like what, Colin? So there's like multiple. So one one, he uh he he convinces the judge that he's on the list and then the judge just impromptuly now this is in the middle of the trial says he's gonna switch juries first of all <laughs> you cannot do that that is like what? ridiculously silly Wait, no, but I'm just sure. right though. <laughs> secondly, secondly, their selection big exists for a reason I se guess, secondly right? their big witness already testified so, like, are they going to get him to testify again in front of the new jury? That also <laughs> makes no sense. Like, a lot of shit has already come out. So, are they bringing all those guys back to testify in front of this new jury? Are they going to just, like, bring in a new jury and start from the middle? So, that makes no <laughs> sense. Thirdly, Capone's lawyer then stands up and says he's changing his client's plea without having a conversation with said client to guilty. And you can't do that. You, a lawyer cannot change. He didn't a even plea. have a plea bargain in place, no. right? So he's like, no, no, he's just fully guilty of everything. Get yeah, he's just hair. like, I changed my plea to yeah. guilty, and then Capone like <laughs> goes after his lawyer, rightfully so, because his yeah. lawyer legally cannot change the plea in yeah. the middle, and and he does it in front of a, a room. He does it in front of the court. Yeah, it makes that's no the sense. Thing. Did the legal eagle guy ever cover this? Because I bet you he shits all over the ending on this. I bet he laughs his ass off in this. We should write it, him in. Look, oh, the rest of the movie this. could be an opinion thing, maybe, where you're like, I like cheesy bullshit, right? But you can't get to this ending and see the immediate fucking uh, magic that exists in this world, right? But there's it's, even it just, it's not gonna fucking no it's not and, gonna work. And there's even more. So then after his lawyer 
changes his plea to guilty and Capone protests and I think he punches his lawyer then everybody celebrates like the trial is now over everyone yeah. just celebrates yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, no take back no take back it's like, this, this, I was like this makes zero fucking sense yeah it was so awful I was letting so much yeah. slide and then like got to the end and it was just like so this makes this doesn't make any sense for the end of this movie like none whatsoever no it so. ruins it it's, it's, a, it's a deus ex machina right yeah it's it's like it's not by definition, but but it oh, is that. It's just awful. They're like, what do we need to happen? Well, we need Capone to be guilty. Okay, I don't even know why they put it in there. Like so, what? For fuck's sake! Because so because <laughs> Nitty is such a weak bad guy, the gravity of him dying while well, that scene is crazy, but they dedicate a lot of time to it is is gone on us. So then that's our second big conclusion. Um because we had the train station shootout which was felt like a big conclusion to me and then we had nitty getting thrown off the thing which is another one and then we got the courtroom which is our third in a row so we're doing a lord of the rings here um what what should have happened was that they should have there should have been some way of offing nitty in a satisfying way then they should have went to the the train station like malone should have been involved oh no i guess Nitty killed malone nitty did i don't know how to do it I don't know how to do it because like you can't have this court scene at the end. You could have just had like crawl that said Capone was found guilty and I would have been way happier because some other cool things happened. Agreed, but this is, yeah. this is an atrocity of an end. It movie. was, it was, it's a yeah. slap in the face. And like, once again, it, like, like a 10 year old would know that this didn't make any sense in 2000 in 2022. Like that's a, that's a huge not hold up that ending. And so like, it feels so, <laughs> It yeah. feels so unsatisfying. So, like, then it's like, who was the main bad guy that we need to be happy about getting theirs? Like, was it Capone? Was it Nitty? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It It's flat. It doesn't feel like it's a big deal when Capone goes down that way. I know no. he did, so I always know it's coming because you know about Al fucking Capone and that he went yeah. for tax evasion. So you know it, but I feel like they were... I don't know why they did it this way. I honestly have no fucking clue. It's I like they either. ran out of money and they were like, what do we do? Just, just <laughs> say guilty. <laughs> They're like, we got enough money for one scene and that's it. So we yeah. got to get it all wrapped up in one scene. This so half like, of the courtroom cheer. This half there. of the courtroom act mad. Go. <laughs> Nothing but a... Yeah. What is Capone saying? Nothing but a talk and a badge? A lot of talk and a badge. A lot of talk and a badge. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't get what what Elliot Ness was saying. So like, I get. I get that was meaningful for Elliot Ness to say that shit to him. But Capone would be like, "What? What did he say? I heard what he said, but I don't get what he said. What the fuck?" <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Travesty, I think, is what you could say. Uh, this ending is. You yeah. Could, you could be a fan of the rest of this movie, but you cannot forgive this ending. And I'm a guy that can usually forgive an ending, but this no. No, you no. Can, I'm the and I'm the opposite. I, the ending for me has got to be good. You can't yeah. you can't leave on a sour Colin, note. Colin has slain better movies than this because of an ending. Let me tell you oh, that. Yeah. This is oh, one of the worst endings ever, though. Yeah, this has got to go down. It's embarrassing. It's worst. just a, John's right. It it does feel like the writer trailed off, or he got killed before he finished <laughs> the script, and then the, they just made something up. They're like, oh, he didn't this write the ending. This is the film. Oh, we'll just, this is the film equivalent of Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. David Mamet also wrote that ending. Yeah. David Mamet should be embarrassed. David Mamet. should be. I don't know if you're still alive or what you're doing, but you should be ashamed <laughs> of what, you're, what you did. Shame. Ashamed. Eat, eat that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, did you not do any research into how the law works, David Mamet? He is <laughs> still alive. Well, like people... He looks like he does spoken word we're poetry. Not, we're not this dumb. <laughs> we're just we're we're not this dumb. Maybe we were in the eighties. Yeah, that's but, what uh, I'm thinking. We must probably have been because I didn't notice the ending in the eighties at all. I never noticed any issues with this. And it's glaring today. Fucking I guess just people glaring. don't give a shit like we give a shit. But what did I you think about shit. the what do you think I about always the just action? natural talent in observing movies? I always knew. Fuck this movie. What, what do, do you think? It doesn't what? hold up. I'll what just do you guys say think it. about Sorry, the Colin? action? What do you guys think about the action? What did you think I, about the action in the movie? I like a lot of this. I think the I violence like a lot is, of it. 
real. That yeah. feels very realistic. The only thing that doesn't feel very realistic is we and we. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. Is when Malone gets killed, and <laughs> he gets how many times does he get hit with a, a Tommy lot. gun? And a it's lot. some distance. It's from uh, quite a distance. Yeah, he's but, Scottish though. Scottish people are tough AF. He is, and yep. then he he's drags his body through the fucking house and pretty much bleeds out through uh, through the whole house and still is alive when they get there yeah what are you prepared that's to why do? he won the oscar yeah well the, what you what are you prepared to do is a great line yeah, yeah which was no, made it is good made fun of in uh, kung fu hustle which we did yeah I, I love when he grabs yes. him and says what are you what are you what are you prepared to do that's great it's a and great death scene. He got shot tons, though. But uh, so much. He got shot in the chest another, and the back too. Another detail I made sure to look out for is um, when Oscar gets killed. Someone obviously Nitty dips his hands in some brains and writes "touchable" or "touchables" on the elevator. And I watched closely this time, and he indeed had blood-stained hands when he's running away just before the um, stone and uh, oh, very nice. turns down very the alley. Nice. So I was like, good. I always feel really bad when Oscar gets killed because I like Oscar. I know, he's so likable. You yeah, carry a badge? A well, yes. Carry a gun. Carry a gun. Gosh. Um, yeah, like, see, th- th- those characters are likable. I love when Stone is recruited. They're better than yours, you stuck Irish pig. Pig. <sighs> yeah. Like, why does, like why does fucking Andy Garcia always sound dubbed? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. That is true, though. Can I? Can I? Can I guess? I don't know. <laughs> Zaza. Zaza. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, Andy Garcia. Yeah. Uh, this um, is one of his best performances. He doesn't do I, a lot in this movie. True story. I like him in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I like him too, and I, I don't usually I feel like bad him. for telling him to fuck off just now. I love the I love the bridge scene when Oscar goes nuts with a shoddy and fucking offs a whole bunch of guys. I think that's that's all good. Um, the interrogation scene with fucking Connery picking the guy up and blowing his brains out through the window to get the bookkeeper to talk. That's memorable. That's all fucked up. That's the that's Chicago great. way. That's great. So, like, there's there's good stuff in this. Like, really, some of that action, in fact, that whole bridge scene is good. The, um, the shootout in the train station, other than the baby, is actually really good. It's really tense. A little bit too much slow-mo, but... But it works. Um, I call bullshit on Stone being able to make the shot in the dude's mouth from that angle, from that distance. He was a good, like, 30 feet. They but established he stoned. that he's, like... They totally did. That's so his I, thing, I right? love it. It's so badass because Costner drops the gun and he waits for the toucan and just says, take him. Like, that's also unexpected. And so yeah. that's a br- awesome kill. I'm like, fuck yeah. So that that's, like, what that's what I remember most about this movie, reflecting back why I loved it, is yeah. because I couldn't... I didn't see past the action scenes and some of the hardcore shit and awesome Connery... And um, and all the love scenes with Kevin Costner and his wife. Beautiful, beautiful, hazy I, directing. Love it all. No, I don't. I agree I with that you shit. that I love that scene between um, at the end where Costner tells him, like, you know, take it or whatever. It's just, it's like they're the last two, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, it illustrates the trust and the relationship that's been built. Yeah. Right? Which we didn't get to see before. But yeah. it's nice to see now. Um, <laughs> I I really like that. I like touching moments like that. Um, you know, I wish it'd just be better developed. But I thought yeah. it was that was a really well done part of the shootout. I like, despite all my whatever's before, there is tension to be had there, and there is a good scene. So, um, with the so. with with the time that the Untouchables spend together. I guess we learn a little like they do have the scene in the in the club where they're in the private room in the back and that's when we learn about St. Jude and that's his mail call key or something like that. But it's it's the other minor characters I don't think we get tons of involvement with. Like they're they they're in they go to do stuff together but it's all like montagey and you just don't get to know anybody on a deeper level except for M- Malone and and Elliot. That's the problem to me is that a lot of these relationships are presumed, right? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's a really good way to put it. Also, like, and I usually like a movie. About... I usually like a movie that that um, assumes its audience audience's intelligence. Yeah, and no. surely we get it. We know what you're going for, but you know what I mean. It no. just could be better. No, this movie 
presumes you're a fucking moron. <laughs> it, t- it totally does. Also, Brent Brent totally started does. talking about this, but we talked about it more at length when you weren't when we were together. But yeah. Brent's Brent's right. Their plan is is terrible. The bridge attack. They they are so far away from the bridge, and they have to yes, cross an yes. open. F- open. They have to cross field. a massive space of open on field. horse. Yeah, with guys with machine guns. Like yeah. they would have been gunned down when they got halfway across that field. Yeah, the yeah. Mounties. The Mounties saved their lives by jumping early because they took all the attention off, so they could sneak up the flank, which was the right thing to do. So the Mounties yeah. were heroes. Fuck Not yeah. a Go single- Canada. Mountie was killed on that charge, even though they came down a confined bridge and the enemy were opening up. Not a single horse drops. They were also yeah. whooping and, and whooping and mustaches. cheering. Yeah, they're whooping and cheering and shooting their guns in the air like uh, that's old how we do cowboys. up in Canada. We fucking rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoop, whoop. yeah. And, we're like and a religious ceremony in the Middle East. We're gonna shoot our guns in the sky, baby, and ride our horses, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they not only they not only had to cross that field, which is a massive distance, and they're like completely exposed, but they all had shotguns. Yeah. So even if even if they were to return fire, they had close range weapons and couldn't defend themselves from a distance. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Lay down behind their dead horses and yeah. then they're trapped yeah. in a field? That was a terrible plan. And Brent's right, the plan to do the exchange on a bridge is also a terrible plan. <laughs> I mean, so, it, it, we were the bad so guys bad. had a bad plan. The good guys had a bad plan. No one had a good plan there. It's so Let fortunate. me tell you what's a great, great, great factor to put in your plans. If you're going to deal like drugs or something, the number of exits is like a valuable thing to have. And more exits, more better, right? Yeah, no, sure. Bridge, middle of the bridge, that's a shallow ass river you can jump into yep. or you have fucking Mountie town or you have these guys riding <laughs> in for half an hour from their hideout on the horse. I have no problem with the scene where uh Connery shoots the dead guy through the window. I kind of like that scene. Yeah. It's badass. Yeah. yeah I love that actually. Yeah. yeah it gets the guy to talk. Scene. He's like, don't let him clean himself up till after he talks. <laughs> <laughs> See everything that comes out of Connery's mouth is fantastic in this. Mr. Ness, I do not approve of these methods. I love the scene where Malone is 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 uh, schooling them all and how to do a stakeout. Where he's he's talking to Stone. If you chucked your weapon, yeah, leave it alone. Yeah, and then he talks. Stamp you, your feet. Cold? Stamp your feet. Yeah, don't just, want it to happen. Just wait and see what happens. It's so great that those four city guys could ride horses, no problem. Oh yeah, full that's gallop, <laughs> no problem. That's just that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to do, right? Yeah. And also, horses Oscar are no went, problem. Oscar They're not thousand badass. pound fucking muscle machines. <laughs> and Oscar broke bad and went badass. And like yeah. even after Oscar was amazing, and then even afterwards he was like still pumped up when he was taking the prisoner. He was like done yeah, with the accounting. He was, he was no longer gonna do accounting anymore. He's he gonna. <laughs> I don't know you if he realized how close he should be. The ledger is death. closed. But that guy's gun jammed is the only reason he's alive. He charged a man with a live weapon. Yeah. And then he yeah, had a little, That's the thing. He had when he gets a gun too. right away, like this guy's destined to die. Yeah. Oh, you're giving the accountant the gun? What do people love? Accountants? Probably no, <laughs> right? So that guy's murderer right there, right? We could fucking candidate number one. Jesus Christ. Just yep. as soon as we meet him, just put, don't get used to him, yep. right? Yeah. But they kind of do the same with Stone because he's in the background. He gets, he gets, Stone gets I mean, shot that's right true. away. That's yeah, true. Yeah, Stone you gets, do gets expect- shot. And he's Stone's stupid though when he calls those guys out. Yeah, what the fuck? Hey, tough I guy. I don't know. Yeah, and then he, uh, he deserved to get shot for like yep. sh- shouting something out. But uh, yeah, Oscar went badass, and then like you can even see when he's taking away the prisoner in the elevator before he gets killed, he's like, he's super, he's super excited that he's he's doing something, you know, interesting and exciting. Oh yeah, he, he was he was bored desk. with his bullshit. It was all his idea for the tax evasion <clears throat> shit too. So he's mm-hmm. the real hero, not Elliot Ness. That's true. Yeah, not yeah, Elliot Ness. Oscar's the best. 
Yeah, Elliot, you should have taken that fucking money, man. Tis true. It and is I true. do love, I love the scene where, um, where uh, Elliot Ness uh, goes to Malone's house to uh, get him to join, come join the team or whatever. I love that scene. Yep. Yeah. The blood oath scene is good too. That's a great scene too. There's tons of great scenes in this movie. It's just you know what a blood oath whole... is, Mister Ness. Yes. Good. Cause you just took one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great lines. God damn, he's getting this. Like I, w- I, I mean, can just watch it for Connery. My favorite scene might be the scene with Connery and um, his cop buddy, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chief. When they're talking, there, right? And the guy's like, I'm talking to a dead man. To me, might be the best scene of the movie, man. When Connery like is that with scene. that guy. Yeah. That scene makes me love Connery more than any other scene because the way he handles that is so badass and so calm. Like, you could see how his relationships would go. Yeah. The, fi- the fight is good, too, uh, between him and Mike and... Uh, the conclusion of that scene is really good too. I, I like that. Yeah. That, whole, that whole scene is well directed. It's, Wet, uh, dark alley, <clears throat> shipyard, pub. That's a perfect scene. Old That's guys. Boring setting. rain, yeah. Yeah, and old guys copulating. It's pissing it's rain. Fucking perfect. It's great. It's a great scene. No, there's so much good in this movie. It's unfortunate. That's why I think it. I did say earlier on that I think that this is his best directing. I actually forgot that De Palma directed Carlito's Way. I think Carlito's Way is his oh. best directing. Mm. Yeah. I have this to watch his, that again. I've only seen it once. Yeah, this me is too. his second best directing. I've seen Carlito's Way a bunch. I just forgot it was De Palma. Nice. Um, You're old AF. Yeah. Well, and I just don't like a lot of De Palma movies, so. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I, so I like, while this is a, his better, one of his better directed movies, I don't think I would say this is an amazingly directed movie. No, it's not. It's just one of his, yeah, one of his best. It's okay. Sure. It feels it's okay. It feels like he's one not of those a good director. He's just not a great director for like the teenage age group in like the fifties or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it, the Roy it does. Rogers novel or something like it just yeah. has that feel to me. Yeah. So, so just, in a sense, I don't think he was trying to capture nineteen thirties gangster Chicago. He's trying to capture that characterized vision of it yeah he, he, i buy that he just De palma got lumped in with um with spielberg scorsese and lucas and all those other guys because he was of the same era and he went to the same He's school part of and their they're, circle right they're all friends right yeah. and so he gets lumped in with them but i feel like he's out of all of those guys he's probably the worst of all of them <laughs> he is I'm like fine. look at what spielberg's I'm done fine with that yeah. Look at what uh look at what Scorsese has done. I mean, come on, like there's no comparison. De Palma is like the uh the ugly cousin of <laughs> of the group yeah. or whatever. He still he still makes movies and, and other people don't, so he's got that. But he's I haven't just, watched Scarface in forever, but I'm I'm betting you that that does not hold up. I think oh, it's terrible. It's I gonna think be that horrible. Movie was not good no from forever. Way too long, too indulgent. And probably oh God, yeah, no, it's gonna be a real giant piece of shit. Offensively we'll, done for who was the Cubans and we'll has do that it been done? Sure. Has that been done? No, uh, no. no, we gotta do it. We Let's do right. it immediately okay. because now that it's on my mind, I just want to band-aid that shit and just get it over. Oh with, yeah, watch it for the last I'll, time ever. This will be the last time I watch it. I'm almost guaranteeing. I'd love to be. It. I'd love to be uh, proven wrong, like a pretty woman. I wish for it. All right. I will say that even though the Untouchables for me did not hold up. That I will watch it again, because I I do like it, <laughs> but it does not hold up, and it is not the ending ruins this movie so badly that it can never come back from it. <laughs> it is insulting, embarrassing, and if if a movie wants to make you feel stupid, the ending of this movie th- it makes yeah. you think you're st- they think the audience is just dumb idiots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll watch Dumb it again. Dumb idiots is a perfect way to put it. Yeah, I watch it again. Stupid now. idiot. Yeah, you fell for it. He's guilty. <laughs> yeah. His lawyer said so. Yay! Celebrate. Yay. So, you, you Brent, we we already kind of heard what you think, but you Brent can tell doesn't us like again. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this movie holds up. 
Um, I don't Brad think it ever it did since personally. the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was young when I watched this, so this would have been the time when I should have been like totally like ripped full of testosterone as a young man and been like, shoot bad guys or whatever the fuck. But I like this movie for me. And I mean, I love De Niro. I think he does fine, but it feels his role feels to me like a Dick Tracy villain. Um, Kevin Costner, again, the other side of that coin, uh, just a bit overdone, mm-hmm. a bit too exuberant of a good guy, right? Um, and I and I love like a moralistic, uh, true character. I love that. Like I that's fucking what I'm all about, but I do not, um, buy it. So like a Costner here, a moralistic character, like, um, what's his name from last of the Mohicans, Daniel day Lewis's character, very principled, right? Yes. And you, you love him, right? You know, he's like so tied to his ways. He won't change. He's very like, he has his ethics and he sticks to them pretty much no matter what. Good example. Yeah. Elliot even with Samuel Kevin Costner, Jackson, not a good even, example. E, even no, with not Samuel, a good example. I, even with, I am bored by this character. Yeah. Even what Samuel Jackson's character becomes in Pulp Fiction at the end, where he's trying to be the shepherd, it's more interesting when someone is trying to be a good person but struggling. But Elliot Ness is just vanilla. He's ice there. Cream. He's already good. He's just he's like great. nothing. There's like nothing interesting about <laughs> his character whatsoever. No, every and, time and, he's pushed to his limit. It still feels like the most vanilla way. Like, <laughs> if you could do a bad thing in the most keener way possible, that's fucking Elliot Ness, Kevin Costner in this movie. Stab my eyes. But gently, like Elliot Ness would. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do it. If he's going to do it. Yes. He'll talk you out of it. Yeah, I, th- this movie doesn't hold up. Col- co- what Colin said is the most true about this movie is that this you can hang on to much of this movie um, right up until he throws Nitty off the roof. Uh, and you probably should have ended it earlier. And uh, good luck with how to even do that. But the, <laughs> the court scene is just, it's unforgivable how shitty it is. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. A-, a lot of other great qualities in this movie. I probably would watch this again, but to laugh at it. And to hear the badass quotes in some of those scenes, man, just I just watch I just watch Rakari, baby. Yeah, yeah, he's like so him. He's, good. He's awesome to watch. Even his death finish. scene is great in this. I, like, I, I, I look forward to scene. it. I look. For, I, I, you could probably start watching this movie, and when Kevin Costner's throwing his trash off the bridge, and he'd be like, "I had a bad day," and Connery's like, "I love you, man. Let's, <laughs> let's fuck." <laughs> and then they do. <laughs> I love that scene too. Yeah, and I love you. I love they the scene when sure those do. two guys meet and he he's throwing the garbage and he throws the the piece of paper into the river. I love that scene. That's where the movie should start. He's like, yeah. throwing throw the trash, pal. Because then you get Connery right away, and he's the best part of this movie. Just Costner can't carry this one. It's bad, real bad. No, Connery Connery alone carries this movie as a secondary character. Yeah. 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 So yeah. much here, another movie I saw recently. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, this one does not hold up. No, it doesn't. No, sadly. I really did think it was. It, it had been so long, I guess. I must have been 10 years since I've seen this. Yeah. It's like they were trying to bring to life one of those radio programs that they were listening to. But oh, I, yeah. I, George Carlin did the voiceover for that radio program, by the way, that Elliot Ness and his family are listening to that we get to see for like 60 seconds of this movie for no some shit. fucking reason. George Carlin. Well, a little bit of Carlin's never bad. Little bit Cam- of Catalan. Good cameo. All yeah. right. Okay. Um, cameo. We were a little late with this episode, but you know what? It's summertime and in vacations and all that shit. So fuck you. Wait a week. What are you going to do? Stop listening? I didn't think so. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're sorry about that. Uh, but we'll get back on track. And then we'll John's get fault. to... Yeah, it no, was my kidding. fault. It it's was. not John's fault. It was all our fault. Ah, uh, well, uh, we'll share We're a team. Share the blame. I love it. We're um, a team on But the show. we're going to get back at I you. I never said any of the blame is for me. You guys can take that on. Brent's fault. I'm out of it. Brent's fault. Brent's not clean. My fault. 80%, 80%. No. 80%. Brent's pure. He's pure and clean. I'm yes. Elliot Nash. Um, you fucking assholes. <laughs> Next week, we're going to come at you with leaving Las Vegas. Can Nick Cage get out of there loaded? 
or sober? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> one, no. uh, it won Nick Cage his Oscar. Let's get an early prediction. Is it going to hold up? I'm gonna go with uh, uh no 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 I Brent saw it recently and I watched it so we can't me and oh, him cannot talk well, about I our predictions. I have not seen it so I'm gonna say it is going to hold up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it'll. Cool. It's, nice. it's gonna be strange with I Nick will, Cage, but it will. I will impotently not express any opinion. Yeah, me either. I'm ex- I'm excited to discuss. I it applaud now. your impotence, gentlemen. Yes. Uh, Brent said he was impotent. Yay, 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 flaccid. Okay. Don't flaccid shame, you guys. Just like Nicolas Cage in Leaving Las Vegas. That's it. (laughs) Until just wait for it. Murder boner. (laughs) 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 All right. And on that cliffhanger, we'll leave you for this week. Thanks for tuning in uh, for this unfortunate, untouchable movie. Uh, we'll check you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.